0: Dhk
1: News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Aaron Tam. Tonight's headlines. Beijing has branded the U.S. the biggest destroyer of peace across the Taiwan Strait. Chief Executive John Lee has, along with his top ministers, condemned Nancy Pelosi's Taipei visit, and health officials report over 4,500 COVID cases. Foreign Minister Wang Yi has accused the United States of being the biggest destroyer of peace across the Taiwan Strait in response to the visit by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to Taipei. In the wake of the controversy, Beijing announced that shipments of natural sand to Taiwan would be suspended while imports of citrus fruits and some types of fish from the island would be halted. Natalie Cheng reports.
0: Describing the Pelosi visit as brazen, Wang Yi said it seriously violates the one-China principle, maliciously infringes on China's sovereignty, and blatantly engages in political provocations. The military has said it was on high alert and would launch a series of targeted military actions in response to the visit, including the firing of long-range ammunition in the Taiwan Strait. State media broadcast footage of various air, land and sea drills conducted in the areas to the north, southwest and southeast of the island. Speaking at a regular briefing in Beijing, Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Hua Ying said the exercises are a necessary and just measure to resolutely protect national sovereignty.
1: Here in Hong Kong, Chief Executive John Lee held a meeting with his top ministers to condemn Mrs. Pelosi's visit and pledge his administration's full support for all necessary measures by the central government to safeguard national sovereignty. In a video of the meeting posted on social media, Mr. Lee also lashed out at the U.S. House Speaker for speaking ill of Hong Kong.
2: According to media reports, when Nancy Pelosi was in Taiwan, She ignored the successful implementation of one country, two systems in Hong Kong and maliciously criticized Hong Kong's democracy and freedom. These are baseless smears
1: and amount to hegemonic bullying. We are firmly opposed to it and offer our strong condemnation. Uh, A vice chairman of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference, CY Leung, said Nancy Pelosi's trip to Taipei only serves American interests. Pelosi's Taipei visit is not in service of human rights, democracy, or freedom of the people of Taiwan. It is for American interests. The former chief executive was speaking at a national security education event organized by RTHK. Meanwhile, major political parties, including the DABN Business and Professionals Alliance, as well as all 90 legislators, have issued statements condemning the visit. 4,547 new coronavirus cases have been confirmed today, 226 of them imported. Four more COVID patients have died. Another 164 have been admitted to public hospitals, although the total number now under such care dropped slightly to 1,533. Six are in intensive care. A chief manager of the hospital authority, Lau Kahin, said officials are looking to move more patients from public to private hospitals to cope with the number of admissions.
2: About 14 to 50 patients are allowed in the private hospitals, but now we will find more patients who are suitable to be managed in the private hospitals. The patients can be from the medical ward, for example, after a stroke or a cardiac attack, or from the surgical stream for example after the operation what the patients need is some rehabilitation or some convalescent treatment
1: Firefighters have found a charred body of a man at a warehouse in Fandling where a blaze broke out at around 5 a.m. this morning. At a media briefing, an acting divisional officer of the fire services department, Chan King Kung, said the fire had measured some 3,600 square meters. It was surrounded shortly after 10 a.m. and completely contained at around 1 p.m. Police said a trading company had rented the warehouse to store seafood and other food items. Officers said the man who perished is believed to have been established member of the company, but that his identity had not been ascertained. The cause of the fire is being investigated. The Hong Kong Observatory has issued the standby signal number one. It is said a tropical cyclone is now centered within about 800 kilometers of Hong Kong and may affect the SAR. The observatory urged residents to consider the changes in weather when planning activities and beware of strong winds over offshore waters. To the weather forecast, it will be cloudy with squally showers and thunderstorms temperatures will range between 26 and 29 degrees the outlook there will be showers and thunderstorms in the next few days the temperature now is 27 degrees with the humidity at 83 percent you're tuned to rthk the time is five minutes past 11 in Macau, quarantine-free travel has resumed for those crossing its harbor, its border, into Zhuhai. They are no longer required to undergo seven days of mandatory quarantine if they provide proof of a negative PCR test result obtained within 24 hours. But people entering Macau from Zhuhai will continue to have to submit a negative PCR result that is no older than 48 hours. Former Macau legislator and University of Macau Associate Professor Agnes Lam said she's hopeful that the resumption of quarantine-free travel for those heading to Zhuhai can bring back mainland tourists and businesses.
0: It means that the mainland traveller, okay, including people from Zhuhai and Guangdong, they can travel to Macau and then go back without quarantine. So you can see that people were very happy. And also, we have more than 100,000 people that live in Zhuhai. Most of them, they are employers in Macau and so then in that case that means that they don't need to stay in Macau at the moment and then they can kind of go back freely yeah, between Macau and high. So with this kind of communication within the border and that means that the business around that area we can resume again soon.
1: Health Secretary Lo Chung-mao has dismissed suggestions that the SAR government has given up on trying to arrange quarantine-free travel to the mainland. He said the situation has already improved since he took office just over a month ago, as Maggie Ho reports.
0: In an exclusive interview with RTHK, Professor Lo conceded that many people say the government has half given up on reopening Hong Kong or given up opening the border with the mainland, but he said this is not true.
2: I have to emphasize that we would not give up. The border is always open, and the question is how we can improve the quota and quarantine measures. I've assumed office for a month. Since then, crossing the border has become smoother. Shenzhen authorities have implemented many measures to improve the process. This includes increasing the quota for quarantine rooms from 1,300 to 2,000 and setting up the caring corridor.
0: The health chief urged people not to let their guard down against COVID-19, saying the recent death of a previously healthy 22-month-old girl serves as a reminder that the disease should not be taken lightly. In the interview, Professor Lo also admitted that the turnover of staff in the public health care system has been rather high recently, especially for doctors aged between 34 and 39.
2: We must find the cause and see why these young doctors, many of them just obtained their specialist qualification, would choose to go to the private market or leave. Of course, individual doctors may be emigrating, each person has their own reason, and it may be a short-term problem, but we have to focus on why the young
0: doctors are leaving. He noted the government has already done a lot of work to retain doctors, such as improving promotion prospects and providing loans for them to buy homes. The health chief also revealed that the government has started test runs of its two-color health code system, ahead of announcing details of its launch soon.
1: An activist dubbed Captain America 2.0 has had his jail sentence for inciting secession reduced by more than 10% on appeal. A high court judge agreed with his lawyers that the starting point for sentencing was too high, as Damon Pang reports.
3: The Court of Appeal ruled that the activist Ma Chun-man should have been jailed for five years rather than the five years and nine months he was given last year. The district court had found him guilty of publicly chanting pro-independence slogans on nearly 20 occasions, as well as promoting such ideas on social media. But his lawyers argue that the trial judge was wrong in deciding the case was of a serious nature, and that even if it was indeed serious, the sentence was still manifestly excessive. The court noted that the national security law states that serious secession cases warrant a jail term of between 5 and 10 years, It said when Ma committed his offences between August and November 2020, violent unlawful assemblies were still taking place in Hong Kong and there was a high risk of national security and law and order being endangered. The free judge panel added that the defendant picked sensitive dates to commit his offences to attract greater public attention, increasing the risk that his activities could have led to outbreaks of violence. They therefore agreed that the case was of a serious nature, but that Mas's culpability remained at the lower end of that classification. As such, their written judgment said, his sentence should approximate the minimum term of five years'
1: imprisonment. Three members of a police anti-triad squad have been found guilty of colluding with gang members after they acted to thwart a raid on an illegal gambling den four years ago. They were caught out because one of the gang was undercover cop was an undercover cop, as Timmy Sung reports.
2: The district court heard that the gang was tipped off that the police raid on an industrial building in Xinhua was planned and that they should remove most of the gambling machines they had at the site. Officers Chiu Kwong Lam, Lai Fok Hong and Fu Yu Men told the gang to arrange for other people to be at the industrial building pretending to be gamblers so police will have people to arrest during the raid. But what they didn't know was that the gang member they gave this instruction to during a meeting inside Chinhuan police station was actually an undercover police officer. In the end, the planned raid in June 2018 was called off. Chiu, Lai and Fu were convicted of conspiracy to prefer the cause of justice. But in her ruling, Deputy Judge Catherine knows that she couldn't be sure whether a fourth defendant, Police Officer Cheng Kin, was involved in the conversation with the undercover officer and therefore found him not guilty. In mitigation, defense lawyers for Chiu, Lai and Fu urged the judge to consider how the convictions would affect their lives, saying the case didn't involve corruption or any self-interest. Sentencing was adjourned until mid-September.
1: A human resources consultancy says Hong Kong has fallen three places to eighth position in the rankings of the costliest places to employ expatriates globally. ECA International surveyed over ten thousand expat workers from three hundred multinational companies in hundred and sixty countries or regions in the third quarter last year, and found that despite a slight recovery in salary and benefit packages, the city now lags behind other regional markets such as Japan and South Korea. Lee Kuen is the consultancy's regional director. For
3: In spite of the fact that salaries in Hong Kong increased by 4.5% between 2020 and 2021, they increased at a faster rate elsewhere. Companies use salaries and benefits as a means of attraction and retention. So if companies do need to encourage people to come and return back to Hong Kong, then very well they may have to pay higher salaries in order to attract those people to do so.
1: The U.S. government has launched legal action against Idaho over a state law that says it imposes a near-absolute ban on abortion. The lawsuit also seeks to block the western state from prosecuting or disciplining doctors. It's the first legal battle launched on the issue of abortion since the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the landmark Roe v. Wade ruling in June. The U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland explained the basis of the lawsuit. When a hospital determines that an abortion is the medical treatment necessary to stabilize a patient's emergency medical condition, it is required by federal law to provide that treatment. As detailed in our complaint, Idaho's law would make it a criminal offense for doctors to provide the emergency medical treatment. That federal law requires. Kansas voters yesterday rejected an effort to remove abortion protections from the state's constitution in a resounding win for the abortion rights movement. Sports now, and in Major League Baseball, the San Diego Padres have won the the Juan Soto sweepstakes. The Padres acquired the superstar outfielder as well as first baseman Josh Bell from the Washington Nationals in the biggest deal at this year's trade deadline. Soto helped Washington win the 2019 World. Series. He recently rejected a a record $440 million U.S. dollar offer to stay with the Nats. Meanwhile, baseball is mourning the death of legendary Dodgers broadcaster Vin Scully. He was 94. Scully began as the Dodgers broadcaster in 1950 when they were still in Brooklyn and followed the team's move to Los Angeles in 1958 before retiring in 2016. Scully was honored at the White House that year when he received the U.S. Medal of Freedom.
3: In victory and in defeat, his colorful accounts reverberated through the bleachers, across the airwaves, and into our homes and imaginations. He is an American treasure and a beloved storyteller, and our country's gratitude for Vin Scully is as profound as his love for the game.
1: And now a reminder of our top stories tonight. Beijing has branded the U.S. the biggest destroyer of peace across the Taiwan Strait. Chief Executive John Lee has, along with his top ministers, condemned Nancy Pelosi's Taipei visit. And health officials report over 4,500 COVID cases. And that's the news from RTHK.
4: In the year of the fox when the bell began to ring Meant the time had come for one to go to the temple of the king There in the middle of the circle he stands searching, seeking With just one touch of his trembling hand the answer will be found Of a thousand wings It shines upon the one Bell began to sing It meant the time had come For the one to go to the Temple of the King There in the middle Of the people he stands Seeing, feeling Just a wave of A strong right hand he's gone To the temple of a strong right hand.
3: To our second hour, Temple of the King from Rainbow. It was a song that they said way back in the day that they wouldn't perform live on stage because it would send everybody asleep. But they did start to play it on stage, I think from the mid 90s or thereabouts when they actually reformed. But a curious little song from Rainbow, of course.
4: To our second hour, we are Peter King with you. Through to 1 a.m. is Melanie next.